Greetings, everyone. Uh, welcome back to another special episode of Charizard Chronicles, where my sister and I discuss the book written by J. Manuel, uh, The Wig, The Bitch, and The Meltdown. Um, if you're not a diehard America's Next Top Model fan, this is not for you. Um, we're usually trying to go through uh, five chapters every episode, but there was just so much going on. This is the episode for chapters, I think, six through eight. So, enjoy. Um, but yes, welcome to the Charizard Chronicles podcast once again, Maddie. Thank you so much for coming. Of course, anytime. I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah, I can't wait to get back into it. As you all know, we... Uh, the last time Maddie was here, we um, we went through and discussed chapters one through five of The Wig, the Bitch, and the Meltdown, a novel by J. Manuel. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, a nonfiction. It's post-truth, if you will. Yes. Um, but, but yeah, so we're on, we read chapters six through ten, and let me tell you, Buckle up. There is some tea. There's a lot going on here. Um, And I think we should just, like, maybe get into it. What do you say? I think that's all good. Of course, the first thing that jumped out to me was he continues in his inartistic way to paint himself as like again the moral compass mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so like in chapter six i have underlined like talking about let's see oh they start talking about the makeovers which was like the best right episodes of all the best part because someone best, always the... had a breakdown yeah and it's and also like you really felt like they at least at the time, I was under the impression, like, they really were doing these makeovers so that these women, these young women could get into the modeling industry. Like, I right. was eating it up, and now you're reading this, and the goal was for at least one of them to have a breakdown. Right. <laughs> like, and, like, it Kyra's wasn't really... fucking with them. Yeah, it wasn't real. Like she never believed in any of them. Is sort of how it comes off. I know. And you know throughout what I mean? the whole thing, Pablo, it says Pablo found he didn't always agree with her, though, mm-hmm. and tried mm-hmm. to only play up assets. And then you know she talks about like cutting. Yeah, off and then this poor well, girl's he... hair, and it says Pablo disagreed but didn't say anything. Hmm. Well, if you that quote about him not always agreeing with her and like trying to only play up assets just before that he says Keisha was loud and brutally honest like moving down the line of guinea pigs like you're right. just like alright so she's out here just disrespecting people whereas he's 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 saying the same shit but framing it in a positive way right, exactly. for, for sure yeah it's just so gross and then okay I underlined Rebecca of Sunnybrook Farm is that Rebecca from one of the seasons the blonde Rebecca uh where is that bottom of page 56 I I, so 
because there, she's talking there about a Rebecca. character, Hannah, but then she says Rebecca of Sunnybrook Farm isn't high fashion. And I was like, I feel like she's alluding to the actual Rebecca from a season. But if you also recall, there was a Hannah in one of the later seasons. It's the season where they go to Morocco. She makes it pretty far, but literally the whole time Tyra is telling her how commercial she is and how mm. she's too quiet. So I thought that, that was, it was that Hannah. Let oh. me double check the season. Because um, I think but Rebecca I also... was the one that passed out. Do you remember? Yes. Yeah, I remember her. She was also very Sunnybrook Farm, if you will. She was, you know, she was like blonde hair, blue eyed, and she didn't make it that far. So very well. I almost feel like this is like word vomit. Like when Tyra saw Hannah, she probably referenced the Rebecca. Right. Okay. From the previous season. Mm, That makes sense. That would be my guess. Yeah. Hannah is from cycle 11. Oh, okay. And she was the set. She made it to the top three. Okay. Yeah. And then Um, there's another girl. uh, Let's see. Is it Rachel? No, it's Heather, the ebony beauty, who says her expensive weave weave is all gone. And then is like sobbing. is that jade or is that jada jada and because she, she says i look like a boy yeah and jada was the jada. one that was said cried and said she looked like a boy so i was like wow yeah. there are just so many little easter eggs in this book it was mm-hmm, really great mm-hmm. oh okay so sorry but backstory hannah the girl that we were talking about cycle 11 is the one that do you remember uh mckee she's it was her season. She's the one that won. She was like, yeah. She was like a boxer. Yes, I or do. Something. I haven't seen that one in a long time. Me neither, because it is not a good it's season. Not, yeah, it's not one that I would return to. Yeah, it's not my favorite. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but yeah, the I Look Like a Boy is definitely Jada. Mm-hmm. Which I thought was fun. Um the other thing, so moving on, they're they're talking about like f- again filming the makeovers, and it quotes uh, Keisha Cash like talking to them like, "Oh, you know, today models, your muse is gonna make sure you know how to work your new look for castings, and of course Instagram." Right, and then um, the the cameras turn towards Pablo. And he says, a team of artists will do half your face, teaching you the art of applying makeup. He got the boring lines. Yep. Afterwards, you'll make up the other half of your face. So, like, basically, I don't know. It's just, it's so, he's just fishing. This whole book is him just fishing for any sort of compliment, Mm -hmm. reinforcement, like any sort of acknowledgement, which again, I'm sure I was actually after dad listened to our episode, I was talking to him about it. And he was like, you know, I'm sure he worked very hard, Camille, like you guys, are like, you guys are really, really reaming him in. And I was just like, he here's a there's a better example in here. And I'm sure we'll get to it. But he Jay Manuel worked 
very hard on that show. I am certain. Right. Um, no, so many other people worked very hard and none of them released a book. I was about to say, this is the thing that I would say to our dear sweet father, who I'm sure will listen mm-hmm. to this episode and just has a heart of gold is, yeah. yes, he worked very hard. And also a lot of people work very hard in thankless jobs and don't release like a petty book that they maybe should have gone through these things in therapy, you know? Yeah, exactly. Because he is just searching for the validation of like, like he's just complaining. Like he's like, I always got the boring Mm -hmm. lines. She stole all of Mm -hmm. my ideas. Mm -hmm. Like da, 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 da. And so it's almost, I think I also just have, maybe it's my own character defect, I really struggle with, like, people that are just living in this, like, victimhood mentality. Yes, which exactly. Which is just the entire book. But I underlined, he got, he always got the boring lines, too. Mm-hmm. Because he's just not, like, he's not even trying to be artistic with, like, character development. He's just listening yeah. on the platter and is like, listen, you guys love Pablo he did all of the work and got none of the credit and it's like well that isn't yeah. really how you get to like love a character you know mm-hmm. exactly yeah you can't I can't be spoon-fed a feeling for a character exactly like you're just ruining it and then the paragraph right after that where Keisha says um you know, I'll I'll be giving you guys white tank tops and skinny jeans, which is regulation model attire for casting. Mm-hmm. You know, mama's always looking out. Hashtag I got you. Keisha crossed her fingers like Pablo always did and stamped the air. The on-set photographer snapped that hashtag gesture. Send that to me ASAP, the PR person said to the photographer, basically. I really fucked up that quote, but ultimately like Keisha steals this stupid little saying and hand gesture the hashtag gesture that is already (sighs) so outdated and no longer cool it's so yeah and never existed like I want to know like what was the hand the thing that she stole like what yeah what was it was it fierce I don't he would have mentioned there's no way because he yeah uses Keisha saying fierce all the time and he would have said like she stole that word from me we need to watch and see any like um I don't know body language that she does often because there's got to be something I had that same thought I was like I wonder what the equivalent to the hashtag fingers was because he's very bitter about it yeah like he's very do you think that he wishes he coined the term smize. Oh, that's an interesting Do you one. think that could be Potentially. it? Potentially. Think... I don't know. I just, I mean, I don't see how he would have come up with or, that. Or you know what I'm but... thinking? What if it was like a snap? Because if mm. I remember, both Jay and Tyra do it. Yeah. May I, but... But can you really be, upset about be like, that. I snapped? Like, is I feel like it has to be a, a special, more special more than, a, than a snap. Here's yeah, the thing, you Jay. Say? First of all, hope you're doing well. Hope you've sought the help you need. Like, are you okay? Reach out to a friend or family rem- member. 
second of all he no longer needs help he made his yeah decision. he did Baby girl. second of all please answer our questions as i'm sure more will come up thank you so much oh <laughs> there are plenty there are more. many plenty many questions. questions um the next thing during the makeovers is uh soybean miss soybean oh, yes. on chapter on page 60 yes. uh, soybean, soy basically lasting. yeah um it's the ooh, where is it It's on page 60. Something. Yeah. Um, I. Oh, okay. Yeah. Do you remember Cassandra? Cassandra? Yes, who, they I chopped her how she hair pronounced off it. Yes. Mm-hmm. But like she wouldn't let them chop it off correctly. And it is literally this scene. Like she gives. Oh. She gives. J. Manuel an attitude at the salon. Do you remember? Mm-hmm. I. And then. So. J. Manuel is like, well, if you're not going to get your hair cut more, then you can go home. He, and he says this here. He tells her to go home. Right. And then um, gazing at the craft service table and sensing the tension building from across the room, Keisha swooped in quickly as if a fresh tug of tub of Haagen-Dazs had been. Oh, my God. He will not Which, let the ice First go. of all. He will not let it go. But, but. But he's very body positive. Don't oh my forget. Gosh. Okay. Like, it, I don't know if you recall, yeah. but he's actually like very. He's an advocate. Positive. Yeah. And then, but anyway, Keisha goes on to just serve this girl and just tells her to pack her bags. You're going home now. Like, you only had one chance to make an impression and you made yours. Pack your bags. You're going home now. And that was definitely the um the moment during judging where tyra is like i said mia farrow in rosemary's baby yes oh my god yes that was with cassandra (laughs) yes and then and then they just send her home like she wasn't even like i don't even think it made it she made it to being the bottom two where i only have one girl's photo like i think they just is, do you remember? Yeah, they like chopped her hair off thinking and then that? was just like, your attitude is shitty, like, leave. Yeah, yep. which they, I I mean, they were right to do in my Yeah, like, I don't disagree. Opinion. They also, like, but it, bleached it's her just, hair. It was like a pixie cut with bleached yeah. blonde. It was a big change. Yeah. Also, sorry, yeah, I'm it was, still it eating was frozen blueberries. Some frozen blueberries. No, that's totally okay. Um, oh, and then I feel like this, this whole section, I totally forgot about it until I'm looking at it again, but where, so, um, Miss Soybean or Cassandra, as we know her to be, uh, gets sent home allegedly, mm-hmm. or in our eyes, the viewer's eyes, she's sent home, but really they just go and they sit in a hotel for the rest of the, the show. Filming. Yeah. I was shook about that. For the whole show. I mean, it makes sense, and, like, though, because they otherwise don't get they their cell leaked. phones back. Yeah, I it does make sense. I just always I don't know why this is obviously stupid, but I always thought that they would just go home and then like just be like, oh, but you like can't tell anybody, something. like make them sign sign an NDA. Yeah. yeah. 
which is dumb because if I got voted off of anything and they sent me home and they were like, but don't tell anyone, I would be blabbing. I would call Everyone. any news. Yeah. Yeah. I would call anyone that I could, I would be hitting people up on Instagram, sliding into DMs, be like, let me tell you what's going on. But yeah, like they don't even get their cell phones. So literally, if you're eliminated, they're just that sad first in week, a hotel for months. For like, yeah. I how long do you think? Because it seems like it didn't take as long to film as I thought it took. I I thought every what episode was over a week. A week. Span. That's what I thought as well. But then reading this. It was something like two months of filming and then two, they took like two months off. So like, is it, because really, so how many? So maybe it's like two episodes. Because it starts with what, 12? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, I could believe that. Especially like some of the earlier Mm -hmm. ones. Like I feel like less time passes in the, the fewer the girls there are. Like when there's only three of them left an episode is filled with like more stuff oh, yeah, in that's a day true. or you know that's what I mean very true they also going back to the um eliminated girls having to stay the crew gives them the nickname bogeys and I was like what a yeah. dumb nickname first of all second of all they're gonna know it's about them like that's not a very yeah conspicuous word well yeah, I also don't fully understand, like, why even have, like, a code name. Right. Like, who's, like, when are they talking about them in front of the other contestants? Right. And do the, do these contestants not know that they have to stay afterwards? Ooh, that's like, a good then question. then you can just... Because, I, I mean, you would think they would need to know that. They would be, I feel like I would be bamboozled sure. if I was told that, you know, I've been eliminated, but all of a sudden I have to stay in this bitch-ass hotel room with no cameras right. on me, providing my own providing my own food. Like, Wait, do you think they had to provide the rest their of own the food? Time? Um, yeah, I mean, they had to provide their own food at when they were on the show what? don't you remember brie and Ni- don't you remember brie and nicole's um showdown because brie's <clears throat> granola bars disappeared oh, yeah. and she thought nicole ate them and so she poured all of nicole's red bulls right. down the sink and then nicole was like brie you poured all my red bulls down the sink i did not take those granola bars and brie was like well both our shit's gone yes that's right and then like, nicole they were so annoyed with her because she had to true. go get chopstick i do remember the groceries being yeah part of it. i forgot yes. about that yeah so like so now you're not only no longer competing but you are just out of you're not like you're in your away from world. your job your friends your yeah. home yeah you're just like in this place where again I don't fully understand I feel like they filmed it the whole season and then edit it and release it right like oh for sure like we weren't watching it the week that these things no, happened no, no, no. definitely not. right definitely. okay 
Because, like, just imagine that. Like, people start recognizing you if you, you, like, go out of your hotel. So, like, that's a thing. Yeah, but it makes sense that they would avoid Also, I, this chapter, I'm, like, skimming ahead a little bit, but this chapter confirmed Uh one of the questions we have always had watching the show, which is, do we think Tyra knows of or sees all the drama happening in the house? Or not. Oh my and god. She has hidden cameras. Yes. And I was like, I knew it. Of course, she, of course she, does. she does. Yeah. Of course she has access to I know. Those so I was giggling so hard about like her listening in on all of their conversations. Especially like because first of all, I know that they edited all edited all of the ones out where they were talking about shit about for her. sure. Yeah. But like she saw them and you know they exist it's especially especially on the Mm -hmm. season one with elise how all she does is talk about how much smarter she is than everyone and how shitty and vapid everyone is you don't think she ever had that energy for for tyra you don't think she you don't think elise the scientist the pre-doctor Whatever she thought she was. I wonder what she's doing. I wonder what she's doing. Where's she's her thriving? I mean, I really hope she's a I doctor. Because if not, she is like, I don't know, she kind of had a tude. Like, she kind of had that better than you attitude. Well, that's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I hope she's a doctor for her sake. Because right. I can only imagine that's the very trolls. True. But I'm also just being like oh remember when you told us that you were too smart right. to be a model mm, now you're neither True. funny how that happens <laughs> karma can be a bitch uh, interesting. but also i'm yeah. wondering if like the ones who shit talked tyra like tyra was like nope they're getting eliminated and so maybe some of them did oh. like really well but she like sabotaged Ooh, i, I would that. absolutely believe that i wonder if that may happen in this book, honestly. I wouldn't be surprised. Maybe. Because she decides I, speaking, that Adriana is the winner. Immediately. Like, she's like, oh, she's going to be our winner. Who, by the way, is, Naima? I assume, Adrian. Oh. No. Because Adrian was the season I one know, winner, but remember? but Naima posed with the cheetah. Oh, and is she like fixed the whole situation so that she was supposed to be with the Dalmatian. I'm really getting ahead of myself right now. Yeah, yeah. Well, but if you, but also like there's there's the part where Adriana's like tank top has blood all over. Yeah, it. yeah. We're like right here, and um, what happens? Uh, I'm gonna give Adriana points for dressing the part, but blood really creeps me out. What do oh you think, my gosh. Pablo? And first of all, you think that is cringy? Ready? So after she says, "What do you think, Pablo?" Keisha turned her head away and tucked herself behind her silver quaff fix fixer. Like, wait, what? where are you? This is page oh, sixty-five. Okay, okay. But yeah. Oh my god, I forgot. I about know. This I'm whole like part. rereading the whole thing. Yeah. Um. But so, 
basically they just spend this whole time talking shit about Adriana and how she has blood on her shirt that she's supposed to wear and then Keisha just points to um, quote unquote the Iman copycat model mm-hmm. Heather and says you look the most like a model this evening and I'm gonna and I'm glad to see you owning your black version Mia Farrow oh. haircut you get immunity this week which is first of all was immunity ever a thing on ANTM so. I feel I like that, that was thought. I don't think so Wait, either actually, and I think no, that was so yet like, another it was but it was for the next week like someone would win a challenge. Mm. I think because I think Kaylin maybe had immunity or something. Oh yeah, I think maybe they did toy around. But with I don't think it was like a sure. consistent thing. Like I think it would just randomly show. Yeah. Up. Also, I'm just now seeing the part where it was saying she turned Keisha turned her head away and tucked herself behind her silver coist fixer. I didn't realize you were referencing Pablo. Yeah. Oh my god, the yes. narcissism. Like, it's so... Like, why? 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 It's so rude, honestly. And, I mean, I I understand that he, he can't, you know, it's part of creative writing to refer to a character as different things other than just his name. Or, like, like you know what I mean? Because then it becomes a lot of Pablo right. said, and Keisha said, and then he So, I... I understand. He's but also actually, used a more neutral I can see one. that he, yeah, well, I can just, you can see that he took, he, like, found a few webinars on mm. creative writing, but, like, yeah, he just, he just cannot he can't himself. And when he it didn't want to spend the money on an editor. I'm going to keep bringing that back into this. I, yeah, it's a lot um, oh, and then the final page of okay. chapter six, where, um, so it's kind of starts on the page before, where by the time Keisha and Pablo, oh, heading off to the party, by the, so they do a challenge and head into a party with, you know, like the the people to know in the fashion industry. So Miss Miss Thing, which is Miss J best. Alexander, and Mason Hughes, Nigel. which is freaking Nigel Barker, they're there. And so it says um Miss Thing was showing off, parading up and down the long communal table in the famous oak room, like it were his personal runway, watching the deprived model coach coach's need for attention they were ready to go home he wishes he were me Keisha whispered to Pablo who wouldn't he said she giggled the problem is he has a face made for radio and the utter disrespect I'm so protective of Miss J and you know what my thought with that is any (sighs) runway that Miss J is on is Miss J's runway and that's that so any that's the thing if there is a hallway if there is Miss J like I live in a converted garage and it is Miss J's runway so don't, don't you, you dare ever don't you 
ever disrespect Miss J. I also, I feel like that insult, like, he has a face made for radio, is also, like, pretty lame. Like, I don't know if it's just me. It's very, it's very, very tired. It's mean-spirited. It's punching down. It isn't unique or mm-hmm. creative. And it's it's just an unnecessary extra dig, and it's just very obvious how upset Jay is because we would all one hundred percent rather see one hundred percent. Miss Jay is the best, so evolved, so wonderful. Yeah, and I like. Mm, yeah, I got heated. I at just that part for sure. Yeah, like, what a way to I end actually, the chat. Right after I read that, I watched, I, I think I mentioned it in our first podcast about this book, but I watched my happy birthday cameo that you got me of Miss J right after that, because I was so grumpy. Oh, I was good like, for you. And then I was fine yeah. again, because I was like, He's, oh, Miss J transcends all pettiness. He does not have time for this. Yeah, like, it's incredible. It's unaffected. It's incredible. He's fine. He's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so we're we're moving on to chapter seven that um, it's basically the first photo mm-hmm. shoot they do, I guess. And I just I want to point out another like fun, just for whatever reason, a fun little like extra like not I want to call it a humble brag because I think that's mm-hmm. how he viewed it. But in the first paragraph, it talks about how, you know, it was going to be another sleepless night for Pablo. He was so anxious about the photo shoot. He was trying to get some sleep. And he was looking up the ceiling, counting supermodels instead of sheep backward from 100 didn't work. So he began singing Mm -hmm. a Tibetan mantra. Om ma tri mu ye sa le du. First of all. Is that a Tibetan? Like, I don't, did he do any no. research? I need I also, to know. I, really, I should have that looked really it up. Bugged me because but. I feel like he needs to choose how he wants to be portrayed. Like you can't just cling on to all these different like yeah, vibes he's said, he's, and try to just make your character yes, all of exactly. Them. Yes, he's like he is. One of those, like, you can tell who he follows on Instagram by this book. Totally. Does that make sense? Like, he he follows someone who is very earthy and kind of, like, into, you know, um, meditating. Like, I'm sure he follows someone who's very holistic and, like, all that shit. And just probably... Oh my god, it really, it's real. I can't. What is it? I have to know. So it's just a song. I'm just... I don't think we're allowed to play it because I don't know exactly how um, oh, yeah. copyright works on this. It's a It's a heart oh, mantra. Boy. Om represents compassion. I can't. Oh my god. You've already looked too far into it at this point. Yeah. 
What is a heart mantra? Saying words or sounds repeatedly to connect with the vibrational energy of their sacred meaning. Like he learned oh, this on Instagram. Somebody, somebody posted this one on Instagram and just wait. Okay, so Om compassion, Ma love, try changes anger into love mu changes attachment into generosity yi changes ignorance into all knowingness right. what and then sa changes jealousy into openness lay changes pride into peacefulness do changes laziness into awareness i also question I... how accurate that is because om is also used for just like the general vibration of the universe and the oneness of all things. So it's not necessarily tied to the heart chakra. Mm. Yeah, I also, so this is, my source is from heartmantra.org, which it actually looks like it's a foundation and they sell wristbands with this. So, so do we do think he has but I don't band. know what this foundation is mm. for. Oh, he 100% for sure. has a wristband. Who we are. Hot mantra. I also feel like uh so number 1, the founder is an old white woman mm-hmm. and we're doing Tibetan mantras. Great. This tells you all you need to know, I believe. I think that alone yeah, just f- fucking. What I'm also now? pretty sure um, that Ohm is generally a. Sorry, I'm getting way too into this like yoga piece, but I think it's usually no, with. It's like fine. that's the sound that you're meditating if you're trying to open your crown chakra. But, anyways. Mm, interesting. But yeah, he just needs to pick like a vibe that he's going for. Like, are you the hardworking dude that's getting no credit? Or are you the Zen guy that's above it? Like, I don't care, but like, choose. Yeah. I also, I know that we're going off on a tangent, but this heartmantra.org, let me just, like, this is, again, this was the one of the first things to pop up when I, all I did was Google the mantra words. And most of the Google page was, like, where to listen to it, like, on YouTube and, like, different versions of it, of some song with just those words repeated over and over. But then heartmantra.org is what I'm looking at now and my source of information as to what these things mean. And then Maddie brought up the great point of, like, who is heart mantra? Like, who? Yeah. Who's educating us on this shit right now? And again, it is an old white woman. I won't say her name, but her, the about page. So um, this woman founded Heart Mantra Foundation, Inc. So it is an incorporation because she saw the willingness in people to help. Yeah. What? What does that mean? That's the broadest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. She saw the willingness in people (laughs) to help. Like, so Heart Mantra Foundation, Inc. is a platform to share the needs of others through projects that everyone can be a part of. So, 
what they like they have no initiatives of their own they're like their own right Google i was about to say non-profits like, uh, like for other organizations yeah i don't fully understand and who's in charge of they, things like so that so they have i don't know they have one what the fuck they have one tibetan man on their board of directors but like that's it i i don't know it's it's wild but anyway something tells me that this is who you know i wouldn't be surprised i don't have any maybe he doesn't follow them but like that's that sort of seems to be where he got his information. Also, potentially. the Tibetan man That's... that might be being tokenized, you know? Okay, I, I didn't oh, want to assume, but also it seems as such. Yeah, I just, yeah, I don't know. I actually, now would be a great time to also bring up the um, interview Oh, I read I that I read that Jay Manuel did. Yeah, so it's basically, basically the it's from it's from Jezebel, which I don't, I don't even know what that is, but it is an interview. So like, he's quoted in it. Oh, actually, okay. So this article is by someone from Jezebel whatever that means and it quotes an interview that Jay Manuel did with Variety okay that makes more sense um but so first Manuel said that reading the book quote may become a game of what seems like fact versus fiction and that's all for the reader to decide but it but then he goes on to say i'm writing what i know and i wanted to keep the story authentic but by no means is this book a roman a clef whatever that means where i just changed names and mm. this is what happened yeah That's you just lied to jezebel yeah but i've used people on the show as inspiration to tell this overall story around identity flipping the script so to speak and breaking oh my gosh yeah and it's just i forget where it is um Uh oh okay the the show's executive producer who we know as Joe Vong in the book is like America's next top models producer mm. Ken Mock. Which, so maybe yeah, we'll we get need Google to research him, him a little time. bit. Yeah. Um, and then he goes on to basically say that. Uh, oh, to promote the book on Twitter, Jay Manuel posted a picture of himself holding a mug inscribed with the hashtag who oh, is Keisha Cash. 
<laughs> and yep. the answer seems pretty obvious mm-hmm. to, I think, everyone here. However, Manuel, who departed the show after cycle 18, which he said was his decision in responses to reports that he was fired, claims that he did not have Banks in mind when, what? when writing the character. He literally says yeah. fierce, which is um, Tyra's catchphrase. Wait for it. Quote, when I wrote the character of Keisha Cash, first mm-hmm. of all, Keisha Cash, Tyra Not Banks, we have been over this. But anyway, I I actually saw the actress who was in the book trailer, Nicole Galicia, he said. I wasn't sitting there trying to make this like anybody else. I wanted Keisha to be her own person. She's pretty crazy at times, but she's also vulnerable and has a lot of pain. I found oh that interesting gosh. to explore. Like, he really thinks he's out here yeah. reading Tyra on the and low. He, but it sounds and like he believes it. Unreal. Which, he again, does. Jay, are you he good? Like, are you okay? Does. Are you safe? He's, a, yeah, I don't know, man. Um, but anyway, there's not really much that happened in chapter seven it's just their photo shoot there's a reference of one of the girls it's like maddie was saying one of the girls takes a photo with a cheetah and then so they're taking photos with all these different animals and someone one of them is supposedly like deathly afraid of birds which i thought was a reference to nicole circa season season five episode 11 yeah, when she's supposed to be in like a New, wasn't it in New York, yeah. and there um, like the pigeons come and land on them. Um, I'm almost was it, were they weren't they in Maybe. Italy? Because I'm trying to think like where where did also I'm sorry to come back go. to this. I'm like skimming this article as we're talking. What does he he keeps saying the fourth wall? Uh-huh. What does that mean? I well, so I think that's kind of like a thing in TV or in acting. Like it's called breaking the fourth wall when someone talks to the audience. Oh, I see. Because you're usually right? that makes sense because like, you're seeing aside, the three walls in the scene. I get that. Okay. Yeah. Right. Uh, season five, Antium travel. Where did they go? Uh, I don't know. It doesn't really. I can't find immediately where they went. For Nicole to. No, that makes sense. Yeah, I remember Nicole being like squealing. Oh, London. You're right. London. London. I think I was thinking of um. The yeah, she was pigeon lady uh, in Home Alone, and that's why I was thinking of New York. Maybe <laughs> that's that's fair. Oh my god. <laughs> um, but oh, so moving on to chapter eight. Now it's uh, the judging of the first episode, and it says something in the first paragraph of it would have been more thrilling if the studio didn't smell of dusty insulation and the faint whiff of mold wasn't blowing mm-hmm. through the air conditioning ducts. And I don't know when the last time you saw relatively one, re- like in the last six one, months judging 
but if like when if you if you compare the judging room in that to like a judging room even as as close as like season two like their first judging like it's so funny because you know we all know how the judging works they all Mm -hmm. stand there in their neat little row and they get called forward and they go back to their spot and then as their photos are called they get their photo and they go and they stand to the side and it's all very streamlined. But if you watch season one, episode one, the judging, it's so right. funny because nobody knew where to go. They're all mm-hmm. standing in this weird cluster. There's like, like the judging table is just, it's the exact same table that absolutely. Irish dance yep, judges absolutely. use at a fish. And it like, it's so poorly done. There's like a, there's a fake ficus in the corner well, and that and like a plastic folding table peeking out of I a, remember you know watching, what I mean like it's like just... some of the intro seasons relatively recently and they just look like they were done in like hotel ballrooms like there are just those curtains yes. as like a wall exactly and it's like, well, this is mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, those, yes. those dividers yes, that you so, can bring up. It's so funny because you can also, <laughs> yeah, he throws a lot of shade to, like, how much they cut corners with budget in the show in this book, which I just find hilarious. Yeah, which, yeah. And again, like, you can absolutely notice mm-hmm. it if you are looking for it. I also wonder if um, Oscar de la Renta, like, if this is like he must be pissed because Jay name drops him a lot in this book yeah yeah he does I didn't even think about what you were saying about like the time frame of filming and like in the ballroom it makes so much like I feel like the contestants probably had a better idea of like where they were at in the pack than they even showed on TV because I'm sure Tyra would talk way more about the people she really liked, and what you know. So I was giggling. Oh, when he was talking about like, yeah, like yeah, going way they talk into about, detail. Uh, the judging and how right. you're supposed to have only like three minutes. Yeah. Feedback and in here it was like, yeah, the slated yeah, judging scene was supposed sure. to take five hours to shoot. Opening words from Keisha, 15-minute evaluations per contestant, deliberation with judges, meal break, and then the elimination moment followed by the exit. Keisha turned it into 10. So, like, she essentially Mm -hmm. doubled the time that they had expected doing whatever she was saying. Yeah, yeah. Which, yeah, yeah, which I would absolutely believe. Because I'm, yeah, I just, the Mm -hmm. whole thing is just crazy to think about and then it so obviously this book is a little bit distorted time wise and so it this whole chapter you end up going actually to Mm. the like finale judging so it's not it's it's announcing who the winner is and do you remember how like how like (laughs) corny the end sequence like after they announced the winner and then they would like yeah. the picture would flash up on the tv screen 
And then that photo would be on our screen, our TV screen on this like fake ass. Um, yep. As uh-huh. a fake ass magazine cover, basically. And it was like, this, yes, I Pablo. Just would like I know where quote. you're going with this. I um, love it. Yeah. When it says every episode, Pablo had worked so tirelessly to create and manage. The model Muse logo that he created floated at the top of a tightly cropped beauty image of Adriana, and it sealed the deal as the title of a make-believe magazine for the reality show. Pablo had laid it out to appear like a real magazine cover. Like, he was so proud of his, like, of honestly, like, a Yeah, it was not that impressive. It was like, and again, like you were saying, I mean, it's their first season, and they're cutting quarters, and like there's a budget. Yeah. And it was more difficult, but also, like, there was absolutely a professional Mm -hmm. who could have done what he did and had done it better, but they didn't have the budget for it. But don't act like like you did a good job. Like, yeah, like you absolutely crushed it. That's the other thing. I don't know where it is somewhere. Um, but well, and while you're looking for what uh, you're looking for, this is going back to dad's feedback to us, which mm-hmm. is yes, there are all of these jobs other than like the main star of a show or whatever it is that do a lot of hard work and there are a lot of things that need to get done and they need to get done well and like but it's one again it's a thankless job which maybe should change I don't know and two Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's like really that magazine cover at the end of every season like I have never once thought about it unless I'm looking right at it you know like Yes, it took time uh, for yeah. you to do, and it was your job, and you took, so true. you know, much care to do it. And also, like, people are actually going to remember Tire the most, so, like, so sorry about that. You know, like, what am I supposed to do about that? Yeah. Yeah, I, um, I don't know, I don't know where it went, but I, I just think it's interesting that he, he is so quick to take credit for the thing the positive aspects of the show or even even like you're saying like I've never thought twice about that end clip of you know them looking like they're on a magazine cover but he is not only taking pride in that which which that is good that's fine you can be proud of the work you did but he is blowing it up and being like I right am the backbone I did all these things but then when something is going wrong or is not quite up to par like um at some point somewhere in here we start talking about the I think uh we talk about Keisha's (laughs) music video like she is convinced that she wants to make a music video which if we all recall yes absolutely wait before we get there this is a little bit of an Um, aside but on page 84, uh-huh. there's like, there was this really random sentence that stuck out to me about Hannah, who like ran from the judging room mm-hmm. crying or whatever. And there's this sentence in the middle of that paragraph that says, 
personally, he didn't think they'd see the last of the white blonde farm girl, but he had more pressing worries, which makes me think that like Hannah is either coming back or maybe whoever Hannah represents got really big, even though she didn't win. And he's saying like, I knew all along, like, ha ha. But I just found that sentence so random. And I was like, you had to put that in there so that to like claim something, you know? Yeah, I hmm. Yeah, I I know. I wonder too. who that's It might to be, be Hannah from um McKee's season. Yeah, maybe or it could be um What was that girl? She was on Oh, Camille, mm. the music video isn't until chapter 10. You're getting ahead. She was on. Oh, I'm getting way ahead. Um, but but I will say right here now that the music video was everything that he could mm-hmm. have produced himself. And he and yeah, it sucked. But that right. was where your skill set was at the time, buddy. Like you're not you're not gonna be a great mm-hmm. music video director on your first go, and they put the pressure on, and I understand, but like, right? It, yeah, that doesn't mean it isn't your fault. Like you, you were in over good your head for that and task, and that's just what, what it was. It is. It is. So there you go. Yeah, and and again, I mean. Who know? I assume Tyra is not a great singer, because I, you know, I mean she didn't. Yeah. She well, hasn't ever released we'll, an album. We'll get there so, because there's also just something funny about Pablo stepping yeah, in to you're sing right, his. You're right. You're right. Whole thing, but can, I am shook at you <gasps> yes. because we're skipping over the most dramatic part. Of this oh, whole session I know. that we I read. Know. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. That was, like I said, basically chapter six through eight. We're gonna have more soon. Um, there is just so much to talk about. So thank you. Mm-hmm.